You're listening to the new music show, playing new releases from around the UK.
yes what a great start that was uh that was a band called slacker playing with fire and that was tastefully selected by aaron aaron's our special musician uh guest today on the podcast we're now on episode four can you believe it or not on season two so thanks very much for listening we've got uh, a bit of an alternative rock metal uh, theme which is all down to aaron so thank you aaron he selected all the tracks for tonight actually um so we're in for a treat so we'll talk to aaron a bit later on but first of all here's another one it's from a band from glasgow it's called larger and larger than life and it's a band called mashima
Thank you, Aaron. Uh, you've got some good music uh, we're playing for you tonight. Uh, so Aaron's coming up in a minute. Uh, we've got an exclusive interview with Aaron. He's a musician I've known for over a, over a decade now. He's, he's such a hard worker. He writes his own music. He, he produces, he teaches. He's been in several bands uh, since he was a teenager at school. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's going to tell us some of his secrets of uh, how he how he's uh, approached his positive attitude to, to finding work. Um, so uh, he's selected the music for tonight, Aaron. Uh, thank you. Uh, this next one's called A Letter Unread and it's by Lastel.
nice tune that was uh, a letter unread that was by Lestelle uh, it's a special edition this uh, this week of our sort of alternative metal rock um, thanks to Aaron he's tastefully selected the tunes uh, so we'll keep the music going this one is another new release uh, by a band called uh, As Everything from the UK and this one's called On The Inside to the new music show playing new releases from around the UK so I'm here with Aaron Eiley a musician from Reading in a band called In Air and a few other bands hi Aaron how are you doing hi Pete I'm yeah I'm all right thank you as far as the world is right now I am surviving adequately and we've known each other a few years now um, and I've known you sort of 
playing in bands, playing on stage, and what what got you into music in the very first place? You know, was there a song that that inspired you to want to play an instrument? So, um, both my parents are really into music. Say, so when I was growing up as a child, just hearing lots and lots of music, and actually they're both into quite alternative music. Say. So, you know, I probably didn't hear a pop song until I was like eight or nine at a school disco. Um, and just kind of being around that a lot really kind of helped me like music. It was part of everyday life. You know, my dad would come home from work and want to put music on. And, you know, my mum would be cleaning, cooking, um, trying to look after me and my sister. And she would have music on in the background. So uh, exposed to it quite a lot at a young age, I guess. And... I tried to learn guitar, I think, when I was maybe five or six, but I sucked and I didn't have the um, mental attitude at that time to persevere. I, I remember distinctly trying to play what I now know as a G chord yeah, and just failing over and over again and being like, do you know what? I've had enough of this. So then I stopped it for a bit. Yeah. Um, I continued to go and watch music with my parents. Uh, I've, I've been to Reading Festival, I think, every year I've been alive, apart from, you know, obviously last year. I remember being really young and my dad listening to a band called Emperor. Yeah. Don't know if you know Emperor. They're like Norwegian black metal. They're like serious stuff. Right. Sounds like it's been recorded in a tin of beans. Right. Uh, very extreme, you know. And uh, my mum particularly uh, really liked ska music. So, you know, that would be like the softer end of what I would kind of experience growing up. And I... For a long time, I just thought that's how music should be. From from playing guitar, I very quickly fell in love with Metallica. Um, yeah. Kind of James Hetfield's incredible down-picking technique. And as a self-taught person who didn't realise alternative picking was a thing for a long time. Yeah. And that was like really inspiring. And I was really into that. But I think uh, the one band that kind of comes to mind with that sort of thing that I just absolutely love, and I still absolutely love, is uh, Linkin Park. I think um, I just remember hearing kind of these mishmash of styles sort of thing. And uh, growing up, like I said, like a lot of that kind of metal and rock and alternative sound. And then that kind of new metal thing happened where they started introducing some electronic sounds and some like rapping stuff. And I was just like, it just sounds different to what I'm used to. I, you know, I would have heard bits of Rage Against the Machine and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I just like fell in love with Linkin Park. And um, even now kind of still love them and yeah i reckon <laughs> if you listen to the music of my current band you can probably hear very much that i love them um so was there a particular lincoln park track that that you really liked say so, i think for me faint is an incredible track by that band um i think if it was released now it would sound still sound fresh and interesting and exciting there are so many bands which are kind of still using those sounds. Um, whereas I think some of the stuff of the previous album sounds a little bit more product of the time. So I think Faint from Meteora is just really well crafted.
A little bit of disregard, handful of complaints, but I can't help the fact that everyone can see these scars. What I want you to want, what I want you to feel, but it's like no matter what I do, I can't convince you to just believe this is real. So I let go, watching you turn your back like you always do. Face away and pretend that I'm not, but I'll be here because you're all that I got. Sometimes I don't make sense What you never want to say But I've never had a doubt It's like no matter what I do I can't convince you for once just to hear me out So I let go watching you Turn your back like you always do Face away and pretend that I'm not But I'll be here cause you're all that I got Outside of school, when you left school, were you in a band there and how did that work out? Um, so my first band broke up when I was in sixth form um, and I'd done a lot of really cool, fun things with those guys. Um, and I was kind of, for a long time, I was kind of looking at getting in different stuff. Um, and a friend of mine asked if I wanted to or if I could play bass. And uh, in something that I've done quite a lot in my life, I was like, yeah, I can, I can play bass thinking I've played bass a couple of times, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, I can play bass, but I need to borrow a bass. Uh, and I went and played along um, and it started off with a few of us kind of playing the backing music for a singer. And we kind of eventually decided we wanted more from that into a band. Uh, and this kind of happened as I went to university. Yeah, so that band kind of became Echoic. Um, and I did a lot of really cool things with Echoic. I learned so so much about gigs touring how music works um recording production dark arts cool things uh yeah so much learning so much learning in that time because another thing i come to realize is when you're in a band in school like your life is fun when you're in school but you don't really go out and do much other than like go to a park so you can play a gig and people are like, oh my God, that's a thing to do. So people will come, even if they don't really like what you're doing or you, it's like a big social event. So as a teenager in a band in school, it's relatively easy to sell tickets without necessarily being particularly amazing or even to people's tastes. Um, so then 
doing that when I was at university, all of a sudden I was a bit like, cool, does does anyone want to come see my band? And they're like, well, I'm an adult now. I'd rather go rave in Purple Turtle Basement or um, no, I do horse riding on a Saturday morning and I don't want to be out late on a Friday. Kind of all these different things. So it's re- it was really a really different experience. So uh, with a coic, learned loads of things, did some really cool stuff, um, played some venues like O2 Academies, which was like mind blown for the time. Uh, well, no, not mind blown for the time, sorry just mind-blowing was really cool wanted to do it as a person have now done it you know got in Kerrang had some tracks played on cool radio stations uh, loads of like little life goals that were like awesome and then kind of as time went on the band's kind of doing really well and I'm at university so I don't really have a job I do bits of sound engineering when I get offered it and when I can fit it in and uh, I work a little bit at Sub89 um, kind of a lot of my work is in Reading and I'm studying in Portsmouth. So I drive back from Portsmouth. I work a club night till 4am. I sleep. I get up the next day at three to go do sound somewhere. I finish my sound job and go back to sub 89. And maybe I'll try and squeeze a gig in, in between this. And it, you know, really busy and draining. Um, and like all these extra bits of work are actually not really helping me chase the money that I needed to support being able to be at uni and pay your rent and travel and do the band stuff and it was becoming a lot and I kind of had to have a conversation with the guys in the band and just say you know I can't give you the commitments you need commitment being twofold I can't really afford to invest and pay I, I, I think I'd rather use the word invest than pay I think yeah, yeah. I couldn't afford to invest fairly and equally with everyone yeah in terms of the money and I also couldn't give them the time they needed to reach those next levels. Um, so it kind of sucked, but I kind of made that decision to step away. And then kind of awkwardly, but I guess naturally, very quickly when I wasn't doing stuff, some of my other friends were like, do you want to play some music together? Or I've got some songs, would you take a look at them? And I kind of did that. And they were like, oh, and I was like, oh, some of these are pretty good, actually. I'm like, we should change this, change this, consider editing this, using a lot of the stuff that I learned previously. And they're like, oh, it'd be really cool if we played these live. And I was like, yeah, it would be quite cool, actually. These are quite nice. And, you know, I've kind of, when I've had hours here and there, I kind of helped with those. And then kind of out of that kind of in air started. But it started with the idea of being quite a small thing to start with, because I knew that I still had to work and do my uni stuff. And then I guess the work in uni stuff finished. And then I was like, oh, wait, when you're not studying, you have a bit more time, <laughs> especially because I didn't have a proper job at the time either. I was like, oh, I've got loads of time now. I might as well go back to kind of throw myself at it and the other people involved. So uh, Joe and Harry at the time um, were like, yeah, let's do it. And then we also had a thing where we were rotating drummers all the time until uh, we found that Connor was the right person and... Yeah, and then I kind of start again. Serious, I guess, but not serious in a like mer, miserable way. Serious is in a like, actually, we think we've got some pretty good stuff here, and people are responding. It would almost be, you know, a betrayal to not try harder with it. Yeah, and that, I guess using your language, that's when you start to invest, invest time, invest intelligence, and ultimately. Uh, your own tour. Now, one of the things I've admired about you, Aaron, is your. Um, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit here in a good way is okay. that um you don't wait for things to happen you go out and and you make things happen so when i was watching you in air uh watching you play but also 
you put on your own tour now that's not something people naturally do or know how to so um how did you manage to create your own tour because you went all around the uk didn't you within air yeah um so i think that was something that i learned in i've learned it in several ways really actually so um again comes to that thing of like just saying yes when you don't really know what you're doing when i was like 14 15 when i was in my first band i realized that we were selling 80 90 tickets at five pound a pop and getting paid like 20 quid and a pack of red bull so i want to play some music now so um uh can i play um one one from your back catalog of in air uh, a song that really means a lot to me no pun intended but you can guess which i'm <laughs> um and uh i'm going to play this one this is called um meant to be by in air
here with Aaron from In Air. Uh, have you managed to write much at all over the last uh, 12 months or are you starting to write again now with, with the band? Um, so I personally found it quite a difficult time for writing with the lockdown and stuff. Um, kind of out more face-to-face human interactions and interesting experiences. I've personally found it quite challenging. Um, but I know that certainly uh joe our singer has worked on a lot and um, our drummer has kind of been helping uh refine and change a lot of parts and uh same really i guess i've done more of an editing role creatively um and suggestion role kind of you know like oh this bit's really good we need to work this in more or you know maybe i think this bit's a little bit long um stuff like that really uh but we do i think we currently we probably have the most songs and ideas stored since before our first release, if that makes sense. It's one of these things, right? A lot of bands, when you hear that first record, especially the really good first records, there's so many good songs in it. But like, of course, they've had like five, six years or whatever. They've However long they've wanted to get that stuff ready. And then there's that second album and third album where they're a bit like, oh, there's a pressure cooker now to write stuff. And you don't, yeah. they don't, they're not always as good. Sometimes they are, but not always. Yeah. Um, yeah. So because we've had this long time off, we've now got loads of ideas and kind of got a lot, uh, a bigger bank of songs to work through and choose from. Um, yeah. And I hope that with the world opening up again, we will look at recording that and um, kind of in a non-demo way. It's kind of cool doing the demo stuff. Uh, I use a little two notes thing so I can record from my Thunderverb and Orange Thunderverb amp. Um, we use like yeah. a sounds amp to do the bass and like drums. We're using like really nice electronic drum sounds and stuff. Um, it's not the same as going to a studio and working through it with a producer. That's something that we value. Um, also, um, I know that a lot of people have had success in releasing stuff online. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, playing live is a big part for me. And I know it's a big part for us as a band. You know, we kind of want to be able to release something and then go play some shows and celebrate it. Yeah. So we've worked on lots of ideas and we have lots of ideas ready. And, you know, I hope the next three, four months we'll have stuff recorded and, you know, we've got plans that have all been penciled in of what we'd like to do. Um, it's just waiting for, to feel like we can do it justice with the world situation, I guess. Yeah. Um, and of course, now you're teaching as well. You've been teaching uh, at uh, the Rock Project. Um, and what what got you into teaching? What made you want to teach? Apart from the obvious, we all need to eat and earn money. <laughs> but not everyone likes it. Not everyone's good at it. And it certainly takes a certain skill. Um, I enjoy teaching. I haven't taught for a while. Um, so do you teach grades or just teach covers? Or um, So I, ha- I have taught grades a couple of times, but... Uh... I'm not always sure grades is the best thing for a young person, in my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, my reasoning for that is, um, who are you learning grades for? As a, as a child, do, do you really care? Yeah. Or do you kind of care about having fun with your instrument? So I have taught it when people have asked, and I know that some teenagers do care because they want that um, those UCAS points and stuff. But... I think it's more important to enjoy the process of learning. And I actually originally started working with the rock project, taking some photos, which was again, a thing where I was poor and I was asked if I could take photos 
And I said, if you give me a camera, I will work out how to take photos. Um, so that's how I started doing it. And then they were like, oh, you play guitar and bass in a band. Can you teach? And I was like, well, when I was at uni, I kind of did some like career days learning like vague teaching theory. But that was more of a view of becoming like a history or politics teacher. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I kind of was like, yeah, sure, I can do it. If, if you can pay me, I can do it. Um, and then, yeah, go away and kind of panic and learn that process and build those skills. So that was another case of I didn't know I could do it. I was like, I have some of these skills. Let's say yes. And hopefully I will like it and continue. And if I don't like it, I can just say no anyway. So thanks. Thanks, Aaron, for coming on the show. It's been a great pleasure to catch up with you again and uh, rediscover uh, some of the bands you were in before and also play some of your in-air music as well. Looking forward to the new music that you're going to be creating. But don't forget to take some time off for yourself. I know you're a very hardworking person. Um, but look after yourself and uh, and and hopefully you can help out on our show uh, with some tracks because I know you're very specialist in, in alternative metal as well. You know far more than I do. Um, but uh, hopefully you can help us out and uh, keep in touch. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you very much for having me. And I hope people enjoy listening and they might find something to check out from this that was good for them. Never stood still I blame the crashing waves Every time I progress My victories far away
my evolution Drifting in between Now I can see Now I can see My to the new music show playing new releases from around the UK Brilliant, that was another in-air song that was called Regress uh, Thanks to Aaron there for spending his time coming in to be our guest on this this week's show and also selecting the music we've got some great music uh, this week uh, I'm sure you'll agree So uh, keeping on with the sort of alternative theme uh, this is a, a song called Broken, it's a new release by a band called Our Fate and they're from Reading
Thank you very much. That was Our Fate, and that was called Broken. Uh, they're from Reading. I've not seen them yet, so it'll be great to see them when we're allowed out to watch live music again. Thanks, Aaron, for choosing uh, most of the music, actually, tonight has been chosen from Aaron, so thank you very much. And uh, the last one from Aaron is uh, by a band called All Ears of Owl, and they're from Wiltshire, and this one's called Tripwire.
that was Tripwire, uh, All Ears Avow, and they're from Wiltshire. So thanks very much, Aaron, for selecting some of the alternative uh, music for tonight. Uh, we've got some music that was sent in through our uploader on our website. Um, if you want to submit any tracks to the show, all you've got to do is visit www.thenewmusic.show and there's a little link on there called Submit Track. Submit your track. Click on there. Send us your links to your tracks and we'll we'll play them. Uh, hopefully um we have got uh quite a few tracks actually thanks for sending them in the last couple of weeks the next one we've got here it's been sent in uh, from dora lachez and it's called i confess and she's from bristol
I love that track. That was Dora Lachaise. She sent that in. Thank you very much. She's from Bristol, and that was called I Confess. And our last track tonight is a track from um, Bruno. Now, Bruno's from Oxford, uh, and this was released on All Will Be Well Records. We know those guys really well. They are fantastic. This is a track called Flowers. Thank you very much. That was a track called Flowers from Bruno Moto, and he's from all you. He's actually uh, released that on all you all will be well records uh, from Oxford. Um, we know those guys very well. They're doing some great work in Oxford. Uh, so thank you very much. That's, I can't believe that's another show gone uh, really quickly. Um, if you want to play your music, all you've got to do pop onto our website www.thenewmusic.show. 
click submit your track. Uh, if you want to be featured and want to be a guest and you've got some music in your area and you just want to talk about your area, then please message us on Facebook, uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, and the emails and uh, message details are all there. Uh, we're really interested in hearing from you across the whole of the uh, the UK. And uh, maybe you want to come on the show and present your own version of uh, the new music show in your area. Uh, I know we've got a lot of interest in Bristol and uh, Newcastle as well, and up in uh, Scotland and Glasgow as well. So uh, wherever you are listening, thank you very much for listening tonight. Uh, my name is Pete Doyle. I hope you have a really safe and warm uh, week next week. We might get a bit of sunshine, I believe. Tuesday might be the best day. So uh, not quite the summer, but it feels like it now the clock's gone forward. Anyway, have a great week and see you next week. We have got, oh, by the way, before I forget, we've got a fantastic uh, guest. I'm not going to tell you about it. You've got to listen in next week. All right, take care. Bye. You're listening to the new music show with Pete Doyle.